pour yourself some soju and get comfortable because you are tuning into the confessions of a k-drama queen podcast k-dramas are my guilty pleasure and if you're here they're probably yours too so stick around because we are talking all things k-drama 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 Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a K-Drama Queen. I'm your queen, your host Josie and you can find me on Instagram at k.dramaqueenxl where I'll be posting K-Drama stats, share funny memes or whatever I think is cool. Uh, So far I've been treating my podcast and my Instagram as like a a diary. I'm happy to finally get all of my K-Drama thoughts out of my brain and into the world. In this episode, I'll be covering the drama that I'm working on right now. I'm on episode 10 of Wuri the Virgin as of today in this part of the recording. I'm waiting for the last two episodes to air this weekend. This show is actually going to be 14 episodes long instead of the usual 16 episode format that a lot of K-dramas adopt. But I'm not as upset as I was with Business Proposal. If you listen to that episode of my podcast, I think it was, yeah, it's the first episode, you'll know, like, I'm not a fan of cutting shows short. And I noticed some dramas are starting to do that. However, I'm not too upset with We the Virgin following suit because, well, to be honest, I'm kind of disappointed in the show and I just want it to be over. (laughs) I'll tell you all about it in a second. Just because I want to get into the characters and the actors of the show and, you know, what the show is actually about. So this drama is about Oburi, who is played by Im Soo Hyang. You may have seen her in, um, what's it called? My ID is Gangnam Beauty. Um, I didn't really watch her in that, so I can't really speak too much on that. Uh, but anyways, she is the assistant writer of a popular drama series. She vowed to remain a virgin until she's married. So basically her whole 30 year existence, she's shied away from romantic relationships in order to help her, uh, to help her protect her vow. However, she has been dating this really nice guy named Lee Kang-jae, who is played by Shin Dong-wook, and things get a little crazy between them, and not because they get spicy or anything like that, but things get crazy because Wuri accidentally gets pregnant with this big shot CEO named Raphael, uh, who's played by none other than Sung Hoon. I think the first time I saw him was a few years back when Oh My Venus had just come out. He was in there. Um, I've seen him on a bunch of different variety shows. I feel like he really carried the weight of this show on his back by himself. Well, okay, so in this show, he's the CEO of a notable cosmetics firm slash hospital Now I know what you're thinking, Josie, how can this girl be a virgin and get pregnant like this? Well, what happened was, what happened was, (laughs) what happened was she went to the OBGYN for a regular physical exam. She falls asleep. I don't know how you can fall asleep with somebody in between your legs, but whatever. She falls asleep and the doctor who was giving her the exam wasn't really having the best day. 
So the doctor also wasn't thorough with who she was examining. Long story short, Wuri gets inseminated with Raphael's last sperm, which can cause things to get a little awkward, especially because uh, Wuri's detective boyfriend is investigating the hospital for murder. Raphael is kind of like her boss because the drama is working in the hospital and around the hospital and everything so all of them they're all like constantly crossing paths sometimes with danger like actual danger or just sometimes with each other does that sound familiar if it does it's probably because you're thinking of this show this american show called jane the virgin starring gina rodriguez Funny enough, even that drama is based off of a Venezuelan novella called Juana la Virgen. But Jane the Virgin aired from 2014 to 2019 and ended with five seasons with each season having roughly 20 episodes. Now that you have that piece of information, keep in mind, again, Wuri the Virgin only has 14 episodes in total. And chances of getting a second season released feels really unlikely. Yeah, so back when I said that I felt disappointed, here's why. Jane the Virgin had a lot of plot twists and a whole lot of drama just spread out throughout the years. And we're trying to cram all of this craziness um, into this 14 episode series. Like, she was already pregnant by the end of the first episode, which is fine, I guess, because clearly we're trying to save on some time here. But the show is nothing but absurd plot twist after absurd plot twist, which isn't giving my brain enough time to feel shocked or at least excited. I just, I feel like I just became numb after, like, the 1200th plot twist. It just felt like they were unpacking so much in such a short period of time. Then I was thinking, could it be because I've seen Jane the Virgin, so I understand the theme already, so I don't feel as excited, but it felt like the drama was losing its magic really quickly, you know, in my opinion. When I looked at the stats, it seems like it maintained its national average rating, which was a little over 3%. This uh, past episode has scored its highest at 3.8%, which isn't like, I don't think that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's good. And then when you look at its competition, Bloody Heart, that drama is at 8.9%. So clearly the party is over there. I I chose the wrong party to go to. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure if the show is stealing views or if Wuri the Virgin is just lacking that je ne sais quoi. Like it has all the right ingredients to be a good show. And if you go by uh, Vicky ratings, I think it has like 8.9 stars. So I don't know who's scoring, but also like, don't kill me when I say this, please. But Im Soo Hyung's performance wasn't giving for me. Uh, she kind of had like dead eyes in important moments throughout the show. <laughs> when her detective boyfriend proposed to her right after she found out that she was pregnant, she just looked 
bored. Like, like she was wondering what she was have what she wanted for dinner that night. And the first couple episodes, I let this slide because you know I'm getting used to the actors and everything and the character itself. But after a while, I started realizing this was going to be a thing. Clearly, I feel like it. She was supposed to give this innocent, confused eyes, but Homegirl was just expressionless the whole time, just bored. Like. She breaks up with her detective boyfriend. Sorry for the spoiler alert, but you had to have seen this coming because clearly they're, a, you know, a love triangle here. Um, and I'm not an actress, but I feel like you shouldn't give them the same look. She gave him the same eyes when he proposed and then when she was breaking up with him. Like, she looked the same amount of bored. And then I didn't appreciate the way she was beating around the bush when it came to the detective, the detective boyfriend. In the early episodes, she sounded like she wanted to bring up the fact that there is no spark between them. And with her being a virgin, I guess not understanding relationships, she was probably thinking, okay, this is it. He's great on paper and he likes me. But after the engagement and getting pregnant by Raphael, she starts to develop feelings for the other guy. And it's a, a natural chemistry. It It's weird because he's a reformed player who, you know, has had a second chance at surviving cancer. He's this ex-bad boy, you know, not someone that you would have thought they'd go well together. But what makes me upset, okay, what makes me and my homegirls upset is that she's falling for Raphael and her eyes are still expressionless. <laughs> I don't know about my homegirls, but I know I'm upset by this. Um, she just stares at him like a dying fish, even with Raphael. Like, this is the man that she's supposed to be with, that she feels all this chemistry because she has this baby and she just left her man for this guy. And... I'm sorry, man. It's just not giving. I'm not excited. I'm saying all that to say this. She found an excuse to break up with her detective boyfriend and blamed it on the fact that he, quote unquote, lied. I guess he knew like about something pertaining to this murder case that he's been investigating throughout the show. And this decision that he made directly impacted on her decision to keep the baby or not because at this point she's early you know she's still in the first trimester and she's trying to figure out should I keep this baby or give it to the fam but uh Raphael's ex-wife estranged wife is not a good person uh we'll get into that in a second but there's a point where she's really debating on keeping this baby and I don't blame him for not wanting to keep the baby. Like, <laughs> like I feel bad for him. Uh, he's a really nice guy and he's been waiting to be intimate with her this whole time. He wants to marry her and then his girlfriend gets accidentally inseminated with another man's, you know, and I feel like your first decision isn't going to be, hey, let's raise this other man's baby. Yeah, it's weird. And then this man just shows up out of nowhere and then just steals your girl. Like, he's better than a lot of guys out here. Uh, but nonetheless, 
She leaves him high and dry off of one mistake. And now that Raphael is divorced from his heinous wife, of course, they'll naturally start gravitating to each other. Which is fine because they're the baby's parents. You know, I want them to end up together. I'm rooting for them. But she should have spoken from her heart from the beginning and said, hey, detective boyfriend, I don't like you anymore because now I see what real love is supposed to feel like. Um, I know we've had some good times together, but I've decided to move on. Just something because she just left this man thinking, what did I do wrong? I can't believe I messed this up. No, and it's not even just that. Like your feelings change it's okay but she just looks at him like a dead fish just blank even when she's crying it's just blank I, I I'm sorry I feel like I'm just gonna dog on her this whole episode but here we go oh child moving on so the only one who's really moving this plot along besides Sunghoon is uh Raphael's now ex-wife Lee Marie who is played by Hong Ji Yoon uh, as as the murder case gets unfolded throughout the series, she tries her best to hang on to Raphael. And at first I thought it was for money. But as time goes on, we see that maybe she does kind of like him. I couldn't stand her in the beginning, naturally, because she's going against Woody in every possible way. And I get that she's supposed to be the one to get pregnant, but we, you know, we're glad she didn't because, again, she's not the best person in the world. But I feel bad for her just because she's constantly getting manipulated by her mother to do bad things. You know, at some point I was thinking, is Limari even a bad person or is she just her mother's puppet? Who knows? You see her kind of shying away from her evil mother's decisions. You know, her mother will tell her to do something. And I guess if it draws a line, um, Lee Marie just doesn't do it. So it shows that she does have a conscience. She's just a, a spoiled brat who's being manipulated. Um, I would really like to see growth here. I swear, because this show is just is just not moving along for me. Um, I I really hope that she becomes valuable at the end of the, you know, the last couple episodes. But we'll see. I really don't care to go into depth too much with this show, just because it, the trailer kind of is. You see what you get. You get what you see. They're very straightforward with everything. So. I don't know, child. We'll see. I felt really bad for kind of coming at the actress because I really think that if somebody else played her her part, maybe there would be a difference in how the show is being executed. So something that I like to do is if I have an opinion, I like to go through the comments or check the reviews to see if other people are thinking the same way I am or if I'm just a nutcase who just has a vendetta against this actress apparently. So I went to mydramalist.com and the first like five, six comments were just all negative. They all dropped from watching the show and you know, one comment said it was just boring and dumb. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't go like past the saying boring and dumb. 
But it says, um, even if the casting was done properly, these cliche characters could have been fun to watch. Lead actors lack energy they're supposed to deliver. I totally agree. Somebody else, Picky Princess 11, says, disappointing and boring. I'm officially dropping this after the seventh episode. Watching it became like a chore, same. And I'm not enjoying the plot anymore. The acting is bad, both the female Wuri and Maile Raphael. How can Chable's son act like that as if he is some spineless dude? And so on, zero chemistry. I don't like their acting. I said, child, me too. I'm glad. Then somebody said, just a bad copy of Jane the Virgin. Why does this have so many high points? I had high hopes for this drama. I waited a year. Same. Um, It's so bad. The story is lacking. Bad actors. Again, see, bad actors. Uh, It's getting slower with each episode. Somebody said disappointing and honestly boring. They're all using the same phrases that I've been saying that is just disappointing. I had high hopes for the show and then it just lacked in chemistry. So if you want to check the, you know, the comments for yourself, like I'm not lying, my dramalist.com has it all there and I see a lot of people are just dropping from watching the show. So I guess I could see why the ratings are not doing well oh man it hurts my heart and because I already started I was like oh I have to finish this you know this was this is part of my schedule and I guess when you have a podcast you just stick it out because you gotta watch the good and the bad this is just the first time that I'm like man this is bad and I have to finish this on that note I'm gonna go finish the rest of the show again it comes out this weekend and I'll be back to wrap things up hopefully probably won't be too many spoilers so be right back okay i finished the show and honestly i'm even more pissed but hey i guess like crappy ending for a crappy show all right there goes the spoiler alert sound um if you don't know what that means whenever you hear that sound whatever i'm about to say next it may ruin the show for you so if for whatever reason you've ignored my warning thus far and still want to watch the show just beware of the next couple of things that i'm gonna bring up anyways uh so as you can tell this show has dragged on the entire time and it finally picked up when the murderer uh, chairman kim was discovered as ceo Raphael's secret sister apparently his mom had a child before having him and she was abandoned by their father after she had passed away which is so messed up for you know but whatever for half a second it got exciting but they wrapped it up so quickly i was finally getting into the moment like this is like the third episode like towards the finale like the ending and it was finally getting interesting my god they just like blew right through it so as it turns out lee marie helps catch the murderer Um, because the murderer uh, wanted to use her as a puppet 
So thankfully, there was some kind of development in her character, which I'm grateful for. That's the only thing I asked for. It was some character development there. Um, But what I'm not grateful for was the real plot twist. The only thing that really caught me by surprise, which is that Wuri ended up with her boyfriend. Why? (laughs) Why? I thought she was going to end up with Raphael and... Raphael, the the baby's father. I was hoping that the detective boyfriend was going to end up dating his coworker, who made it seem like she had a crush on him. Then they dragged the whole ending again. The final scenes that showed the baby's hundredth day they were celebrating it took like five episodes. Now it was like twenty minutes long, and everyone was there. Um, it was hard to tell who she was going to pick. But since the show was so rushed, I feel like maybe it's just because they didn't give us or give them enough time to experiment with each other, Wuri and Raphael. Anyways, her boyfriend is a weenie, and I don't like how throughout the show he was on standby until the last episode, and then they threw in that he was raised by his stepfather, so therefore he would make a great stepfather. Like, I'm gonna be honest like it feels like the writers had like alternate endings why they chose this one is beyond me the word and then like on top of that they rushed her like giving birth like they didn't really show her giving birth they made it a flashback so the whole time that this is happening this is in anticipation of giving birth they skipped the whole climax of her having the baby and just make it a flashback like during the show I'm waiting for her to get big and start showing dog she never once looked pregnant in the show (sighs) and then when the baby made its first appearance 10 months later like she didn't even hold the baby she didn't even hold the baby (laughs) she held the baby once or twice I think it it was just so weird like everything was just so weird the way it was formed then like when she lost her virginity to her weenie detective boyfriend it was underwhelming the cartoon they showed like as a representation went on far too long again everything dragged so i honestly i mean hey i couldn't ask for much for this ending but i'm so glad it's over and i'm watching why her which is phenomenal I'm all the way caught up. Can't wait for the new episode for that. So I guess we'll talk about that on the next episode. Thanks for letting me waste your time the way this drama has wasted mine. (laughs) All right, catch me on Instagram at k.dramaqueenxo. Send me a message on your thoughts and what dramas you're watching now. All right, bye. Till next time.